Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we are talking about how menopause affects health in women. Joining me today is Sara Chavaria. She is the president of Delta Dental in California. So welcome to the show, Sara. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm not sure a lot of people think about this. Probably most men have never thought about it. And I am one of those that went through very early menopause, like in my 30s. And let me tell you, I didn't realize until I was prepping for this interview, I'm like, oh my God, I'm experiencing so many of these things. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how menopause can affect our health in our mouths? Sure. First, let me tell you, you are not alone. 84% of the women who took this survey are unaware that menopause can impact their oral health at all. And 70% of them will have experienced already one of the oral health symptoms, which uh, to your question is, look, going through menopause is a hormonal change and our estrogen levels drop. And when our estrogen levels drop, our saliva production drops as well. And so our ability to fight off small infections, our ability to maintain that healthy bacterial balance, those are all impacted. And so things women might experience are irritated or swollen gums, dry mouth, bleeding gums, a receding gum line, that sensitivity when you bite into something cold or uh, even pain, and then finally, tooth decay. So I want to bring this up, bring it back a little bit to the money part of things, because I have experienced the reduced saliva, the dry mouth, definitely tooth sensitivity, and I've had more decay in my mouth than I did previously going through menopause, which of course means more trips to the dentist. They're filling in cavities, which costs money. And I'm now starting to see some of my older crowns. They're cracking and they're falling out of my mouth. And now I have to get crowns replaced, which are even oh, more no. expensive. Yeah, that uh, uh, that's terrible to hear. And, you know, and I think something really important maybe for women to appreciate from that story is that when you experience these oral health symptoms, go to the dentist and talk to them about them early because there might be some simple things that you can do to make up for the fact that you have a drop in saliva, right? So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Uh, the way you, you know, your oral health routine of brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth, so important in that preventative care, which hopefully will spare some of the women listening the, the same experience that you had. So how do you bring that up with the dentist? It's hard enough, I think, for a lot of women to talk about it with just their doctor, but they expect that, oh, the doctor's been trained in, you know, menopause and health stuff. Does the dentist actually go through like a menopause dental class or something? <laughs> you know, well, let's let's maybe, you know, look at it from just the fact that, you know, this, there's a stigma around talking about menopause. I think that we just historically haven't talked about it. It's, you know, really encouraging to see over the last year people finally beginning to talk about menopause and, and how it impacts overall health. And then let's talk about, yeah, when you go to the dentist, sometimes it just doesn't feel that private. So we know from the survey that only 2% of women talk to their dentist and 1% to their hygienist about these oral health symptoms. So, you know, considering all of that, I think just, you know, experiences like, you know, you're giving me to help 
bring awareness to women are so important so that they feel encouraged to, I don't know, email your dentist before you go to the visit so that they know what it is you might want to talk about. Also, the one other thing I want to talk about, and this is something I learned when I was a veterinary technician. We used to have to clean pets' teeth. And if you have a lot of tartar on their teeth, that bacteria, which we had to tell clients about, the pet owners, that bacteria can actually get into the bloodstream from the gums. So your blood supplies your gums, and then it picks up that bacteria that's on the teeth and gums and then distributes it through the rest of your body. So you can get bacteria in your heart, in your other internal organs, which can also be costly. Well, what you're talking about is so important, and that's the fact that the mouth is the gateway to the body. And you're exactly right. We did a survey in the last couple of years for just aging adults that what is happening in your mouth, things like you just talked about, can point to really serious things like heart disease, like diabetes, like stroke, and like a whole host of other things that, again, you want to make sure that you're recognizing that you have that symptom, whether it's buildup of plaque or it's you know, that dry mouth or whatever it is, and that you're taking the opportunity to visit your dentist and have that conversation to prevent something maybe even, you know, greater in the future. Okay, so let's say I've emailed my dentist and said, all right, I have something I need to talk to you about. I'm going through menopause and I think I'm experiencing some strange things in my mouth. Then once you get to the dentist, do you ask for a private room? Like, how does that conversation take place face to face? You know, I love that question because, you know, having worked in healthcare for a long time, I think as patients, we do have to be willing to advocate for ourselves and our needs. So if if we need a private space to talk to our physician or our dentist, I think it's really reasonable to request that and say, hey, there's a conversation I want to have with you that... Um, is a little more private than laying in your dental bay (laughs) and getting my teeth cleaned. So I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to think about. Or, you know, if it's just, you know, not possible because of their setup, maybe focus on the symptom itself and just talk about the dry mouth or talk about the bleeding gums and, and kind of, you know, get the information that way. If people have more questions or want to learn more about how menopause can affect your oral health, where do people go to get that information? Well, we learned that right now they're going to the internet and Google searching it at about 26%. But my team, our team has curated a lot of really great information, not just for menopausal women or young women who, you know, will go through this at some point, but also for uh, aging adults. And that information can be found at ddins.co forward slash healthy aging. I have written that down, but I'm going to provide a link in the description of this show. So if people want more information, they can just quickly go to that. But at least we have it so they can type it out while they're listening as well. And I love what you said. Yeah, a lot of people go to the Internet. And guess what, folks? Everything you see on the Internet isn't always true. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's really scary. (laughs) Or or scary, yeah. (laughs) That too. All right. Is there any other tips, Sarah, that you would like to tell our listeners? You know, I would just say, given what we've learned, um, I feel really encouraged. 77% of the women who participated in our survey said they would prioritize going to the dentist and taking better care of their mouths. So I hope that this awareness invites women listening to do the same. 
Crate. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media, Money Making Sense, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.